Hey marketers, if you want to get the latest news, trends, and insights in marketing, advertising, and tech, check out the Adweek Podcast Network. Learn from leading voices across media and marketing with original shows like Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, Marketing Vanguard, and Tech Magic with Kathy Hackle. Start listening now by searching Adweek wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking to take your media strategy to the next level and make impact with millions of customers? Walmart Connect harnesses the massive reach of America's number one retailer. They can help you connect more meaningfully with Walmart's 139 million weekly online and in-store customers to find the right audience for your message. They use Walmart's proprietary customer purchase data to help you precisely target even niche audiences at scale. Visit walmartconnect.com today to see how they can help you find the customers you want at the scale you need. Hey, I'm sure by now you're aware of programmatic ad tech, but what is it exactly? Programmatic advertising, in some ways, is really anytime you're using software and data to make your media buying decisions. We see it in display ads, in CTV, programmatic digital out of home, and of course, audio. And new ad technologies are coming out every day. Actually, what you're hearing right now is a type of programmatic ad, or at least a hybrid. It's not programmatic in the sense that a piece of software is buying this ad right now in a real-time bidding auction, but it is programmatic in the sense that it was bought through a buying platform that matched the advertiser to this podcast. And who is the advertiser? Grapeseed Media. When it comes to the world of programmatic, they're one of the companies that knows the most about the latest advances in all programmatic. Their whole mission is programmatic that lets you play with the giants. They open the door and walk you through the entire programmatic landscape. They're the closest thing possible to an in-house programmatic team without the expense and trouble of an actual in-house team. They're completely tech agnostic, which means they sit on all ad technologies, including emerging ones, like the platform they use to serve this host red ad. If you're curious to take your programmatic further, reach out to them at grapeseedmedia.com. And thank you, Grapeseed Media, for being a sponsor of this podcast. You're listening to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, a show where we discuss trends, marketing, pop culture, and leveraging creativity to address America's growing mental health crisis. I'm Rebecca Stewart, Adweek's Europe brand editor, and to my proverbial right is the one and only Luz Corona, Adweek's community editor. Luz, how are you doing? Have you recovered from the Super Bowl? Um, I don't think we will ever recover from the Super Bowl. No, I'm kidding. No, yes, I think so. I think we're moving on track. We've had some good coverage. I wanted to ask you what your thoughts also are from like the UK side. Like, what do you think? Like seeing all our coverage and you yourself contributed too. Yeah, it's so interesting because until I started at Adweek, um, elsewhere I'd worked at UK Titles and it's, it's not as big a moment, but at Adweek it's probably our, our biggest moment of the year. And yeah, I thought the coverage was really strong. I love the follow-ups to um, some of the surprise ads like the Beyonce and Verizon one. And of course the podcast that you guys recorded at something crazy like Midnight. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> it was definitely fun and we got to do it with them again. Yeah, it was so good. Um, but today's episode is a little more serious, but it's an important discussion. So joining us, we have Deb Leiter, who is SVP of Campaign Development at the Ad Council. And she's going to talk about the nonprofit 65 million multi-year project to address America's growing mental health crisis. 
Yeah, super important work they're doing over there at Ad Council along with their partners. Um, but before we jump into that chat, as Bex just mentioned, we have a few reminders for you guys. First up, Commerce Week is fast approaching. I will be moderating on stage as well as in our podcast lounge. That was so much fun last time. We'd love to see you there. Register now for the February 28th, 29th event to hear from top execs at brands like TikTok, Unilever, and Toro. That's going to be such a good one. And as I mentioned earlier, we obviously had our special Super Bowl episode, but we have another bonus episode for you from last week. Um, and we got all the tea from the team at Ogilvy and Cerave behind that amazing Michael Sarah ads that was one of the, the kind of top moments of the game. So hear from the creatives who worked up that stunt on last week's bonus episode. Yep. And now without further ado, let's jump into our chat with Deb. So we're joined by Deb, who leads campaigning at the Ad Council, and we're going to be talking about what the Ad Council is doing to address America's growing mental health crisis. So thanks for joining us, Deb. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're honoured to have you on since it's the first podcast um, you've done, and this is a really important topic. Um, so, you know, pre-pandemic, rates of depression and anxiety were kind of inching higher, but of course we've we've all been through the same but different thing, and the kind of grief, the trauma, the isolation of the last few years have really taken its toll on, on America and people around the world as well. Um, but could you guess start by kind of giving an overview of the state of the nation and, you know, what kind of stats the Ad Council has uncovered about this before we get into how you're solving it? Sure. I mean, I think it's it's hard to avoid seeing the scary headlines of suicide rates, um, of mental health issues increasing, and I think people really understand so many of the impacts from COVID, but also from other issues that our country faces, whether it was um, racial reckoning from a couple of years ago and the racial justice issues that so many are grappling with, whether it's financial issues, job loss, I mean, in our own industry, all of the layoffs that are happening, I think there are a lot of stressors that people are confronted with. And we knew at the Ad Council that this was an issue that we needed to take on. Um, we have a history of working on mental health issues, but we really wanted to double down coming out of the pandemic. So we did a lot of research up front. Um, we did qualitative, we did quantitative to get um, really a level set on what was going on. And what we saw was that there was a huge number of people who were reporting mental health issues, whether that's depression, anxiety, um, you know, stress stress, burnout, things like that, diagnosed or undiagnosed, but they weren't seeking help. So we saw about 48% of our country experiencing these issues and less than half of them getting the help that they need. Wow. That's fascinating. And you know what, Deb, that's pretty on point with what we see too. Like I know there was a loneliness epidemic declared last year, and that was something we've also discussed on the show. Um, now, you just launched a 65 million multi-year initiative to address this crisis. Now, obviously, we can't boil the ocean, but would love to hear on what this entails and how you guys are um, tackling the problem. Sure. Um, so when you think about the fact that so many people are not seeking help, you know, there are certainly a number of barriers there. Um, access to health care, um, financial issues, 
But there are also a lot of attitudinal barriers, and those are the ones the Ad Council can really help shape, both that and giving people access to helpful resources. So um, the Ad Council is a convener, um, and we brought together the best and brightest storytellers um, to really educate, unite, and uplift our country at scale. And we do that by bringing in pro bono ad agencies. So FCB came on board um, to develop the beautiful work that we did. Media companies step up and donate advertising, space, time, um, create content for us, a ton of different nonprofits coming together to help us shape this work. It's really a unified effort. Yeah, and like someone needs to be that convener. So I think that role is so important, especially when it comes to tackling topics that may have a stigma, you know, like mental health. And I was um, quite impressed by the array of, you know, initiatives and programs that you have going on. You've got a lot going on for different demographics. Could you maybe talk about a few of them, Deb, and who you're aiming to target with each one? Sure. Um, I mean, the issue of mental health is not a one size fits all. And I think um, it's easy to see that and to understand that. And when we take a look at the the different barriers facing different populations, we wanted to make sure that we were addressing them in a culturally relevant way. So FCB had a pretty big challenge at hand. They needed to come up with a brand platform um, that would really resonate across so many different audiences, knowing that our vision was to reach so many different swaths of people. Um, but first out of the gate, they needed to design work for Black and Hispanic men. Um, so brilliant campaign called Love Your Mind. It's really a message of encouragement from your mind about the importance of taking care of your mind the same way that you do physical health, the same way you think about how you take care of your body, um, really being proactive about that. Um, so Love Your Mind is really a campaign that resonates. I think it's a, a universal human truth, which is why it's so powerful. Um, and then we developed work that's really mass media. Um, so the PSAs that FCB developed that get pushed out through our media channels that we secure um, with our media partners, but then also looking at how can we go a bit deeper within the different communities we're, we're trying to reach. So we developed a series called Man to Man with David Mann. It's a YouTube video series. Um, David Mann is really a mental health advocate. He's an actor, a gospel singer, um, and has a lot of clout within the, the Black male audience. Um, and he hosted conversations with people like Kirk Franklin um, to really create a safe space for Black men, for them to really be able to see different men like themselves being vulnerable about the issue, looking to take care of themselves, really showing what it, what a sign of strength it is to take care of your mind. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you mentioned um, some different communities there that you wanted to connect with. Um, so one of those was, you know, black men. Like, why, why was that so important? And why was that a group you needed to speak directly to? Sure. Um, and as I said, that was the, f the first group out of the gate was Black and Hispanic men. We soon followed that work with um, a bunch of different videos showcasing the rural experience. We're exploring work with women and LGBT communities as well. But to start, what we really saw was just um, higher reported um, 
incidence of mental health struggles and then you know, a lot of the barriers to seeking help. So that was really just the first audience that we wanted to reach and do it in a way that really tackles that stigma head on, um, knowing that stoicism um, is such a, a, a trait and, and um, you know, a, a quality within um, the, the Black male community. You know, we spoke to a lot of experts about um, what that means and how we can tackle it, because there's also a sense of, you know, the, the, the next generation and taking care of your household and taking care of your family. Um, so those were the things that we wanted to tap into with the black male audience. Ready to unlock the full potential of your media spend? Whether you're looking to launch a new product, build your brand, or help increase sales this quarter, Walmart Connect helps brands make an impact with precise targeting, powerful analytics, and the reach of America's number one retailer. Walmart Connect offers solutions for advertisers of all sizes on and off Walmart's digital properties and in their stores. From cost-effective sponsored search and self-serve display ads on Walmart's site and apps, to connected TV and off-site media across web and social, to in-store activations and live events, Walmart Connect can help you deliver the right content to the right Walmart customer at the right step of their shopping journey. And Walmart Connect's closed-loop measurement means they can track the full impact of your campaign on sales, not just on Walmart's site and app, but also in-store. For some campaigns, they can even provide rest-of-market data that tracks the impact on sales at other retailers. Visit walmartconnect.com today to find out how you can start connecting with Walmart's 139 million weekly online and in-store customers. Walmart Connect. More than media. Meaningful connections. Um, it sounds so thorough and well-researched, Deb. I'm so curious to hear, um, and, and this is really important work because you're identifying an audience that there's so many taboos and stigmas, you know, that they face on this very topic. So are you able to share like what the reception has been like, you know, what, um, if, if you're able to share performance or just what's gone on after you've released the campaign? Sure. Um, and you're right. We did do a ton of research. Um, as I mentioned, we did qualitative and quantitative when we started this work. Um, we tested our strategy, which is all around the notion that mental health is really your greatest asset for success. Um, we tested our creative with um, Black and Hispanic men, as well as other audiences to make sure those message re messages resonate. We tested all of our website uh, structure, content, all of that. Um, and, you know, the work is, again, so powerful, so human. Um, we've gotten great receptivity, both from the media community wanting to support it, and then starting to see that traction with website visitors. We've had a few hundred thousand website visitors um, we look at the content that they're exploring. Are they clicking on the resources? Are they clicking on the tips and the tools that we're offering? And we're really seeing that conversion come through. It's a little early for us to be able to gauge any of the changes in attitudes and behaviors. Um, those are things that we track over time. The campaign launched at the end of October, so we're about three-ish months in. Um, but that's something that um, that we'll be measuring over the course of the next several months. We're working really closely with the Huntsman Mental Health Institute, um, who's one of our funders as well, our leading funder. 
Um, they're a great institution and they offer expertise and guidance, um, also a leader in helping us identify stigmatizing attitudes and how to track those. Um, so they're a really important partner of ours in this work. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned partners too, Debs, because that was one of the, the questions I had. You know, there's um, the campaigning side and then there's the kind of resources side, as you mentioned earlier. And one of the kind of toolkits you have is this mental health toolkit for the black community. And you worked with the House of Joy on that. So how important are those partnerships and collaborations to help you realize this kind of multi-year goal? Yeah, I mean, there there's so many organizations that are doing amazing work in this space. Um, both big and small, and we have relationships with a ton of them. Um, what we wanted to do, we saw in our research, is that there are so many organizations who need that little bit of help and guidance in terms of research-based messaging and nuances, um, as well as just pre-produced assets, whether that's PSAs or social media tips and tools. So we put together different community toolkits, um, like you said, for the Black community, for the Hispanic community, and for the faith community. And what those really do is provide turnkey ways for organizations to either you know, develop work of their own with our messaging guidance or to help us um, you know, and their own organizations get the word out through our pre-produced uh, assets. That's great. And I love that there's a, a toolkit aspect because it's, you know, it's one thing when the brand kind of speaks at the audience and just, you know, raises awareness about a topic, but you also, you know, you're really walking the walk by arming the audience with the resources they need. Um, you know, I'm just so curious. This is kind of like a twofold question, Deb. So are there any, you know, for the brands, because mental health affects everybody, and the brands and advertisers, they need to know that this is something their consumers are constantly grappling with. So if this is an area that brands and advertisers will explore, like, do you have any lessons that you learned on how they can approach, um, you know, this topic that affects their consumers? Yeah, I think that's, you know, almost the the power of this issue is that no one is untouched, whether it's yourself or a family member or a friend. I think everybody has some amount of experience with the issue of mental health. And I think it's important for brands to realize that for themselves and also for their employees. Um, we've done a huge effort with the Health Action Alliance on educating employers about mental health and how they can help take care of their own employees. Um, and I think, you know, there's, there's a lot of positive, and I think that was really the approach that we took and we see a lot of others um, in this arena taking is really helping people understand what mental health is, what it isn't. Um, you know, mental health does not equal mental illness. Um, you know, it's certainly a spectrum. It's something that everybody has. It's something that everybody um, deals with. Um, it's not sort of a one and done thing. Um, there are ups, there are downs. It's something that people constantly have to work on. Um, and I think just the normalization aspect of it, I think that the more that mental health is shown in a in a positive way in culture and by mainstream brands, I think that's going to do a ton to shift the narrative as well. 
Yeah, I think that's such a, a healthy outlook. I'm just thinking as you're talking about that, um, I'm just thinking about the pharma commercials that I've seen. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but the ones with like the round paper plate that's in front of the person's face and it's just happy, like sad. sad yeah 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 you know like <laughs> yeah. sad, sad, happy sad and it was just like I just it just breaks me every time I see those ads and it's not to trash creative but it's just like this is the, the kind of research that you're doing is so exemplary of how to actually address this issue so bravo to you and the ad council thank team. you Thank you. Yeah, we're really proud of this work. Yeah, absolutely, Deb. And, you know, it's a multi-year project, so we're going to be hearing a lot more from you. So please keep us posted um, and we'll follow and, and share your work and hopefully we can all make a difference together. So thanks so much for, for joining us. It's been a great chat. Thank you so much. Thanks, Deb. Thank you for listening to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and Acast Creator Network. This podcast was produced by me, Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Ahrens and John Heil, and edited by Lane McGivney at Boutwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all of Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Thanks for listening. If you expect your media investment to deliver clear, measurable results, Walmart Connect can help you get there with powerful analytics and the reach of America's number one retailer. Their closed-loop measurement uses Walmart's proprietary customer purchase data to track the impact of your campaigns on sales, not just on Walmart's site and app, but also in-store. For some campaigns, they can even provide rest-of-market data that tracks the impact on sales at other retailers. Visit walmartconnect.com today and see how they can help make your media spend meaningful. Walmart Connect. More than media? meaningful connections.